Welcome everyone, Dylan Gemelli here today with a brand new video for you. And today we're going to talk about everything to do with using aromatase inhibitors. A lot of misconception, a lot of things that I need to address. But before we get into that, big thank you to everybody out there supporting the channel, helping it grow. Please, if you're watching, click that subscribe button, hit the like button. It's only helping the channel to grow. We need that so we can continue to build it. I'm going to keep pumping out the content if you guys keep supporting me. Also, click that bell notification after you subscribe. Otherwise, you're not going to get updates to the channel and you don't want to miss anything that I'm uploading. So, let's talk about aromatase inhibitors, using them, if they crush your gains, everything and anything there is to know about aromatase inhibitors. All right. One of the things that um, gets thrown out there a lot, heavy misconception, is that using an aromatase inhibitor is just absolutely going to crush your gains. That is not true. It's just simply not. Now, in fairness, you could crush your gains by misusing an aromatase inhibitor, but there's a big, huge difference. If used properly, it's only going to benefit you. You obviously do not want to get gynecomastia, gynecomastia symptoms, heavy estrogen. There's more to it than just the appearance of growing, you know, man boobs. I don't know how else to put it politely or not offend anybody. Regardless, we don't want, well, I, and most people don't want that. Some do, and that's fine. That's your own business. I don't care. But for the people that don't, that's one of the things that you have to address. But there's also other issues. When you have heavy estrogen symptoms, for example, you're going to be holding water, which is then in turn going to increase your blood pressure. We don't want that going on in our life. That's not a good thing. There's also mental aspects to this, okay, because it can take a toll on you mentally. You could lose libido. You can start to be depressed. I've even read things about people you know, having suicidal tendencies and thoughts from developing gynecomastia. It can take a toll on you mentally and physically. But there's a fine line. It all starts with blood work. I have stressed this so many years and, and people, you know, give me a hard time. We're not going to do that. That's ridiculous. Da, 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 da. It's not. Look, all I do is try to teach you the ways to prevent problems from occurring. You do pre-cycle blood work so you have a baseline to go off of. You do mid-cycle to see how you're responding to everything. And you do post-cycle to see how you're recovering. And you may need to do more in between. I don't know. Everybody's different. This is how you learn your body, though, and dial it in with everything that you're doing, with how certain compounds affect you, how your aromatase inhibitors are affecting you, your ancillaries, checking the quality of what you've got. There's a lot of reasons to do blood work. And the obvious is your own damn health. We've got to monitor that and make sure that we're all good. So we've got your aromacin, we've got arimidex, we've got letrozole. These are aromatase inhibitors. Novadex is not an aromatase inhibitor. It is an estrogen blocker. And I'll do a video that dives into the differences between estrogen blockers and aromatase inhibitors. But I assure you, there is a significant difference there. So while Novadex can be helpful in certain circumstances and instances, it is not an aromatase inhibitor. Um, Proviron, Masteron, Winstrol, these are not aromatase inhibitors. They might have aromatase inhibitor properties, and that's awesome because that could allow you to possibly even lower an aromatase inhibitor dose. Um, and for the people that are like, I do know people that just cannot use aromatase inhibitors because they never get estrogen problems, and God bless you. Because somebody like me can barely run 200 milligrams of test and needs an aromatase inhibitor, but we're all different.
So you've got to learn your body. Um, but you're probably not going to ever need letrozole unless you are trying to kill off gynecomastia that you've created for yourself or something pre-existing. Um, and that's an entirely different story. Letrozole is a last resort. It is extremely powerful, extremely strong, and you don't want to use it unless you absolutely have to. Um, look, if you're running anything, anything that can convert to estrogen, testosterone, D-ball, even DECA, equipoise, uh, uh, even though it's a low, low, low rate, it can still convert to estrogen. You know, there's a lot of things out there that you've got to be aware of. Um, you have got to protect yourself. You, at the very minimum, if you are going to be one of those people that want to push it, you should always have it on hand. My recommendation is to always start your cycle with it, even if it's a low dose, just to prevent issues. It's a lot better to be preventative, not overdo it. Don't get me wrong. You don't want to overdo it and just go in there and crush your estrogen. But you want to be preventative because at least you could have mitigated it and it won't be as bad if you develop a problem. But if let's say you go run D-ball and test for three weeks and you haven't ran an AI, all right? All of a sudden you check your estrogen and it's like 80 or 90. It's like more than double where it should be. That's not a good look. Then you, you're kind of ruining your cycle by having to address this by putting yourself through this rigorous, you know, uh, formation that you've got going on here and, and you, the protocol that you've got to follow. And it's just going to be a detriment to you in the gym. And you don't want that. The whole reason to run a cycle is to make gains and progress, not inhibit them, not cause yourself problems. But there's a fine line. So look, I can give you specific dosing that is like a good starting point, but for, it's not, doesn't necessarily mean that that is going to work for everybody. It might be too much and it might be too little. Aromacin is going to always be a little bit stronger than Arimidex, and I'm going to do a comparison there too, because one is a suicide inhibitor and one is not. And just real quickly, a suicide inhibitor is going to actually kill off estrogen, where something like Arimidex, which is not, is more or less going to suppress it and, and put it at bay, but there's a difference there. So... We want to look at it that regard as well. If you aren't as prone to estrogen, Arimidex is just fine. And not that it's not in general, but like somebody like me, I don't even mess with Arimidex because it, it, it's not strong enough for me. But listen, I'm not saying it's bad and I'm not saying you can't use it. you got to know your own body. Good starting point doses for Aromacin are 12.5 milligrams every other day and Arimidex 0.5 milligrams every other day. And then it's just a just as needed or not needed. Uh, but don't fall into that belief that it will ruin your gains and crush your gains. It will hurt your gains if you overdo it and you crush your estrogen. Then we have another problem. There's like going one extreme to the other in life. And we do that a lot in life in general where, oh, well, I messed this up, da da da, da and we go the ultimate extreme the other way and create more problems. And if you do that here, you can really just create more problems for yourself. And we want to avoid that all the way around. So that's why blood work is imperative, monitoring your body, seeing how you uh, respond to things, and also not running compounds ridiculously high that don't need to be ran too high. D-ball gets ran way too high, for example. But I, and, and that's a whole other video and a whole other story. Uh, but, you know, testosterone is the one that I always feel gets ran too high, or there's this belief that you have to run at this amount or you're not going to make gains, and all of these myths and things that get thrown out that drive me up the wall um, but that's, these are all other videos that we got to talk about. This is just focusing on the aromatase inhibitor. Um, you have to, to really pay attention though, and learn your body and learn your body's responses to compounds. And you got to have good quality because you could have 
bad aromasin, for example, and you might think, oh, well, I need more of an AI. So you got to trust your sources as well. Um, that's also a whole different story, and that's a video I'd have to do on Patreon or somewhere else, uh, podcasting on a separate uh, entity, whatever. But that's a video I will do in the future with some more hardcore, you know, talk. Uh, however, let's just stick to the topic here. You please do yourself a favor and make sure you're preventative, at least at the bare, bare bone minimum, have an aromatase inhibitor in hand, even if you're running something that doesn't convert to estrogen, because I've seen crazy things happen and I've seen people, even myself, for example, running what I thought was Anivar and it was Debal. So just keep these things in mind that you got to be aware of. So aromatase inhibitors are not your enemies. They're not prior to or contrary to belief that gets passed around there by certain meatheads that have no clue what they're talking about. Um, it needs to be used wisely, just like anything else. If you take a million aspirin for a headache, you're probably going to have a problem. You know what I mean? It's, it's anything. There's vitamins that are toxic if you take too much. I mean, if you drink water all day long, you could drown yourself eventually. It's just, it's common sense here. Use things properly and you will not have issues. Abuse them or misuse them and guess what? You're going to have a problem. So that's that. So hopefully that clears it up for you a little bit, gives you an explanation. I just want everybody to be safe and do things right. Make your gains, make all your progress, and not have issues. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli signing off.